Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on our media outreach from the Holy Church of God right here in Tampa, Florida. We are an affiliate of Independent Assemblies of God International in good standing since 1974. If you do the math, you know we're working toward our 45th year of ministry here in the city of Tampa and from the city of Tampa to wherever God takes His Word. And we're so glad that you have decided to allow us to be part of your devotional life today. Uh, I pray that you confident that we are going to read from the Scriptures as they are written. We will read the King James and we will read other translations as it pertains to the core meaning of the King James, but we are not going to get out into a lot of different translations uh, and and paraphrases. Uh, We're going to give you the distinct direct word of God. Amen. And because of it, this holy seed in a good ground heart is going to bring forth fruit 30, 60, and 100 fold. So thank you for opening your Bible, opening your mind, and opening your heart to receive God's word today. We've got a great subject today. It's one that convicts me (laughs) of any worries and concerns that I have not trusted God with. I'm going to be talking today about the subject, teaching from the word of God and listening to what it has to say in my own personal life. Here's the title. Are you ready? Relax. God's got this. Relax? Are you kidding me? No. Relax. God's got this. If you are a Christian today, I want you to know whatever circumstance that you may be facing, whatever may be seeming to overwhelm you, relax. It is an expression of faith in the fact of God's faithfulness. If we relax in our mind, in our body, not relax our faith in God, but relax because of our faith in God, God really has got this. And we're going to be reading from Isaiah 41, a very familiar portion of Scripture, and going from there on the theme of resting in God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, friend of mine, how important it is in this very stressed out generation to be able to rest in the Lord and to wait patiently for him. I need this message today, and I believe that you do too, because we live in faulty bodies. We live in a fallen world, but it's okay because we have a faithful father. Hallelujah. All right. Out of the old covenant, Isaiah 41, 9, 10, and 11. Listen to it carefully. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, he's speaking to the nation of Israel as a covenant people. Therefore, he's speaking to us today because we are a covenant people unto him. That's why these scriptures are relevant to us today. 
The Bible said in the book of Galatians, they that are of the household of faith are Abraham's seed by faith, and the blessings of faithful Abraham have come upon them. So we have a, a we have a, a covenant relationship with God. In fact, we have a better covenant. Not only do we have no covenant, we have a better covenant. The scriptures declare that are ratified by a by a better promises that have better promises for the blood of Jesus speaks of better things than the blood of bulls and goats. All of that was type and foreshadow to what would be fulfilled when Jesus came and hung on the cross in our behalf. A better covenant established on better promises for the blood of Jesus speaks of better things than the blood of those animal sacrifices in the Old Testament who were only accepted as a type and foreshadow of Christ to come. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, let's read it. As a covenant children of God, if you're a Christian today, Isaiah 41, 9 through 11, Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee, and ca- not cast thee away. Fear thou not. Everybody say relax right now. <laughs> because when we conquer fear through faith in God's faithfulness, then we can begin to relax and trust Him for the grip He has on us, for the promise He has made to us, for the person that He is to us, a faithful Father. Fear thou not. Before we go any further, fear not is one of the most consistent phrases or terms used in the New Testament because God knew that we would live in a perilous world, in a perilous time, particularly when we get to the end time. Perilous times would come. We're living in those days. One of the signs of His coming uh, as the tribulation looms, as the time is near for the day of the Lord, is men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking at the things which are coming upon the earth. And to you and I as a Christian, the Bible said when you see these things beginning, not completed, but beginning to come to pass, lift up your head. Your redemption is drawing nigh. Why? Why shouldn't we be uh, uh, strangled with fear, uh, captured by fear like everyone else in the world around us? God's personal promise to us as His covenant children. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will... Are you ready? I will uphold thee with the right hand 
of my righteousness. Behold, all that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. I want to read a, a paraphrase that I, I believe is, is just so practical. It said, I pulled you from all over the world, called you in from every dark corner of the earth, telling you, you're my servant, serving on my side. I picked you. I haven't dropped you. Don't panic. I'm with you. There is no need to fear, for I am your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady and keep a firm grip on you. I heard a song the other day, one of the older hymns of the faith from years ago. And it said, Christ will hold me fast. Christ will hold me fast. So relax today. God has got this. Even in this troublesome, perilous, fearful world, this fallen world, in the last of the last days, relax. God has got this. You see, our God is absolutely committed to His covenant people. As long as they served Him alone, nothing could harm them. No circumstance could overcome them. No problem or challenge could overwhelm them. Why? Because God was faithful to His promise. God would not let them go, and God would not let them fall. There's a story that comes, I've told it before, but it's so appropriate to this teaching today. A missionary who went into a lost tribe down in the Amazon or Africa, I forget which, but one of those lost tribes that missionaries had never approached, he established a mission work. They gladly received the gospel, and many came to Christ. And as he built a humble mission home to live with them and disciple them and, and, uh, and teach them the fundamentals of the faith and the foundational truths of God, he couldn't find a word in their language through an interpreter. He couldn't find a word in their ancient dialect to, to be descriptive of the word faith in, in our, uh, our, our translation of the Greek uh, New Testament. He couldn't find that word for just trusting in God and resting in God and believing God and relaxing <laughs> because God has this. And they brought by canoe to him a couch that he had ordered in order to begin to furnish this very humble mission home. And when the men brought the couch a mile and a half from the river to the mission home, they were wore out in the hot sun. And as they put the couch, they'd never seen anything like this to sit on. And they put the couch down in the little mission home, and one of the men stretched out on the couch and uttered a word in his language. He just stretched out on the couch and uttered a word. 
And the missionary asked the interpreter to translate the word he just said and to tell him what it meant. And the word that he said in their language meant to put your full weight upon. To put your full weight upon. To lay your full weight upon. He said, that's it. That's the word that I'm looking for to teach them what it means to put their whole life in God's hands, to trust Him, to trust Him as their source completely. That is the word that I'm looking for, to put your whole weight upon Him. And that's what this word uphold means. Initially, we may think of it as as God uh, putting His arm around us and, and upholding us with His strength. But you see, that's not what the word uphold means here in the Hebrew. It is a word that means to pick up completely, to, to, to pick up from the earth to where you are not touching the ground. His strength alone is supporting you and sustaining you. You see, if God adds His strength to your strength and my strength, I've got news for you, friend. There's a weak part. Can you guess where the weak part is that may fail under pressure and under the tiredness and and the worn-outness that we sometimes experience, the overwhelming things that can and sometimes do occur in the life of a Christian? If He didn't uphold us, if He didn't carry us. I've often looked at the, we would be easily defeated. But when He carries us, the pictures I see many times, the beautiful illustrations in the big family Bible is Jesus carrying a lamb, one who cannot uh, take care of himself, and he's got the lamb on his shoulders carrying them. And I think uh, many times we just see the little lambs that he carries. But there's something called a cast sheep. And it is a full-grown, mature sheep that has, has fallen over onto its back. And if it hasn't been shorn yet, the weight of its own wool will keep it from riding itself. And the pressure of its own weight will begin to strangle and choke the life where it cannot breathe out of it. And unless the shepherd finds it and uprights it, it will die. And it's called a cast sheep. It is cast down and it cannot get up on its own. But when the shepherd finds it, and by the way, the shepherd is a good shepherd, for he leaves the ninety and nine and goes searching for the one that is unaccounted for. He will not rest, it said, until he finds it. Praise God. If you are a cast sheep today and you feel like you can't go on any further, I want you to know God is still in covenant with you through the precious, priceless, powerful blood of Jesus. He is looking for you today. 
Amen. This idea, if you can't run with the big dogs, stay on the porch. Honey, I sometimes am under the porch. I don't intend to try to keep up with no big dogs. My trust is in the Lord. I don't have to be strong in myself. He strengthens me. But it's when I'm weak, according to the new covenant, that I qualify for this strength that He gives through His grace, His love, His person, and His power. That cast sheep, when the shepherd finds him and puts him on his feet, is too weak to walk on his own. So the shepherd doesn't just pick up the little helpless lambs, but he picks up the cast sheep, the full-grown sheep. I want you to get the picture today of that big, heavy, full-grown sheep laying across Christ's shoulders as he carries it back to the safety of the fold. And while resting in the safety and security of the fold, <laughs> hallelujah, of the corral where they're, they're kept from the, the wolf and they're kept from the bear, they're kept from the predators, regains his strength and is able to stand up and follow the shepherd out again. Oh, friend of mine, this is the picture that I want you to crystallize in your mind today. It is God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness. Hallelujah. God's faithfulness to keep what we commit unto Him against that day. He will not let you fall. Rich Mullins sings a song in, in part which the lyrics say, Sometimes my life just doesn't make sense at all. The mountains seem so big and my faith seems so small. Hold me, Jesus, for I am shaking like a leaf. You've been my king of glory. Won't you be my prince? Of peace. I've been a committed Christian for over 50 years. I came to Christ at 12 years old. I fell away. And at 21, I made a deep, devoted commitment to follow Jesus. I am now 71 and a half. <laughs> and the longer I live, the more my faith rests upon Jesus and His faithfulness to me. It's not my feeble grip on God, but His faithful, powerful grip on me that is so powerfully consoling to me. It's not a faith. It's not a faith that has made me self-confident and self-reliant, nor self-sufficient. In fact, over the years, I've grown even more dependent on His love for me and his commitment to me. In a very real sense, when faith matures, it is more simplistic, more childlike, <laughs> in its dependence and in its trust. So true peace, the unshakable kind, comes not through faith in our faith, but faith in his faithfulness. Praise God. I'm so glad that's the way 
faith truly works. Isaiah 26, 2-4 says, Open ye the gates, that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. To the degree that we trust Him, that we release our faith in Him, we will experience the peace that He has promised us. But we must relax knowing and proclaiming and declaring God's God this. Praise God. I want to read this from one translation. I do like this. It's just amplifying, as it says, the the actual Hebrew. Open the gates that the uncompromisingly righteous nation, which keeps her faith and her troth with God, may enter in. You will guard him, keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. So trust in the Lord. Commit yourself to him. Lean on him. Hope confidently in him. Are you seeing the couch? <laughs> Are you reclining on it? Hallelujah. Confidently in Him forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages. The Hebrew word stayed is translated to lean, to lay upon. (laughs) You see the couch? To lean against, to support or brace oneself. In this context, to lean on someone else in order to support yourself. Praise God. John Stallings wrote the great song, Learning to Lean, way back in 1977. And I want to read you some of the lyrics from that. It said, Sometimes we can be like the man who said, My life is full now. I have everything. But there is a strong rock in Jesus, my Lord. Through my trials, I've been learning to lean. There's a glorious victory each day now for me. I found his peace so serene. He helps me with each task, if only I'll ask each day now. I'm learning to lean, learning to lean, learning to lean, learning to lean on Jesus, finding more power than I ever dreamed. I'm learning to lean on Jesus. And the inspiration for this song John Stallings wrote, he said, we often hear of the patience of Job. Quiet. Often the only two statements of Job. Quite often the only two statements of Job that are remembered by most folks are either that which I feared has come upon me or though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Having said that, the real story of Job is essentially 
a man who's reduced to dust and still remains with an unshakable faith in the living God. When a shaking begins in your life, if you are to survive the outrageous and the unbelievable, you must maintain your trust in God. A God who takes the dust, the lowest thing, on the degenerative totem pole and makes a creation out of it like man. If your life has collapsed as Job's did, keep the faith. If you're broke, sick, or have even been deserted by a spouse, God is still for you. And if you'll trust Him, don't give up. If you've ever picked up a modern colloquialism and used it, it's this one. Hang in there. You are now in the school of intensity. People of all colors, race and size and age make it through these times and you will too become a paranoid in reverse. Become a prisoner of hope. Oh, I like that. Become a paranoid in reverse. Become a prisoner of hope. And today, there is hope for you. And there is hope for me. Because there is help for you. And there is help for me. When I learn to lean on Jesus. And today, I'm talking to somebody that has looked at the word faith and you've seen it as a force which you must somehow manufacture or that somehow magically occurs when you read the Scriptures. Faith comes by hearing. Oh, but friend, the Scriptures describe a faithful person who has made promises, yes, but it's the person, the promise, can only bring peace and faith if the person is faithful. And the person who made the promise said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will go with you all the way, even unto the end of the age. It is Christ's personal promise to you and me as Christians. I'll never, it's in the emphatic, I will never, no never, leave you nor forsake you but I will go with you all the way even unto the end of the age can you hear God in Christ speaking to his covenant people I will help you I will strengthen you I will not abandon you I will hold you up <laughs> with the right hand of my righteousness Praise God. Relax. Lay yourself fully on Him. Lean wholly on Him. He will not fail you. He will not let you fall. And let His peace conquer the fear, the worry, the anxiousness that is troubling the entire world. Men's hearts failing them for fear and looking at what's coming upon the earth. And regardless of what's coming upon the earth, we are looking for who's coming to the earth to take us home 
Jesus is coming soon. Oh, friend, come back next week. I love to talk about Jesus. Jesus.